Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to be talking about Airbnb and options for your retirement account. Uh, everyone knows what Airbnb is or daily rentals. Uh, Marriott Hotels just announced recently that they are also going to get into the daily rental uh, marketplace. Obviously, there's huge growth. Uh, it's changed the way people travel. Uh, people now don't simply look at hotels when they are looking to travel. They're looking at other sources uh, through websites like Airbnb where you can rent people's homes locally or uh, it also created a whole industry where people have invested in properties where they simply rent them out on a daily, weekly, monthly basis um, instead of an uh, annual basis, which is the traditional rental marketplace. So can you invest in Airbnb um, properties with your retirement account and are there any tax potential tax consequences? So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, again, I'm not telling people this is a good investment or not. Uh, I'm not an investment advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. My job as a tax attorney is to let people know what people can and cannot do when it comes to using their retirement account. So Airbnb is basically a website where you can go on and you could then select whether you're looking to rent a home, apartment, unit in a particular city or town where you are will be visiting or, or uh, residing and you can decide um, how, uh, based off what you see, if you want to rent it out for a day, two days, three days, week, month usually less than a year. Um, and if you have a property and if you wish to uh, rent it out, you have the opportunity to uh, go onto the website and sign up and then you can list your property and through the website. And the website takes Airbnb and other websites will take a cut of what you get. And it's a great uh, platform that has helped uh, millions of people throughout the world travel and make traveling easier. I have kids. I've done it. Uh, you get to rent a home, a cool apartment, uh, there's a dryer, uh, wash and dry machine, which uh, is important when you have children, uh, kitchen. So it, it, it's really a great thing. The issue is, can you do it with a retirement account? And the answer is yes. You are able to use your IRA or 401k and invest in a property and have a third party uh, rent it out for you. So you can have a third party uh, posted on Airbnb or another type of website, and then all the income and gains associated with that property uh, will flow back to your IRA without tax. And that's the whole beauty of using retirement accounts to buy real estate is you don't pay tax on any income or gains associated with the property. So all that cash flow flow back into your IRA in a tax-deferred manner or if it's a Roth in a tax-free manner. And that's the beauty of using retirement money to buy real estate. So Airbnb obviously is a little different than a traditional you know, rental play. Uh, traditional rental play, you're renting out usually for a year, uh, one, two, three year lease. Um, Airbnb, it could be a day, a day, week, month, uh, generally multiple days. And the question is, is that akin to a hotel or is that more akin to uh, the re traditional rental marketplace? And why does it matter? So I mentioned generally that when you invest in real estate with your IRA or 401k, all the income and gains flow back to the retirement account without tax. However, there's an exception to that, and the rules associated with that exception are called Unrelated Business Taxable Income, or UBTI. The UBTI rules state that if you invest in a real estate activity that either involves leverage, so you get a loan, non-recourse loan, um, or if your activity rises to the level of a trader business, the pass-through tax treatment, so that idea of getting tax-deferred or tax-free income or gains, 
will not apply, and a tax called unrelated business tax would apply as per Section 512 of the tax code and potentially tax the income up to 37%, which mirrors the trust tax rates. So the reasoning behind this is that the IRS feels that if you either get a loan or you're investing in an active business through an IRA or 401k, it's more of a business type of investment versus a passive investment, and they're going to tax you as a business, or in this case, a trust. Um, so the question is, are you a passive investor or are you investing in an active business like a hotel? Because that's going to determine whether this UBTI tax applies. So the UBTI tax, generally, again, just to summarize, because I don't want to confuse people, it really it rarely occurs. Okay, If you're buying stocks or mutual funds or ETFs or you're just buying a house and either flipping it or renting it out to a third party, there's no loan, you paid for cash for the house, you don't have to deal with UBTI. Okay, UBTI is going to really happen only in three instances. That's it, three times. Use margin to buy stock. Okay. Number two, use a non-recourse loan to buy real estate. It has to be non-recourse because you're not able to personally guarantee an obligation of your retirement account. So that's why the loan has to be non-recourse. Whereas, if obviously, if you use cash, there's not lo- there's no loan, so you don't have that issue. And the third is if you invest in an active business like a restaurant through a pass-through entity like an LLC. Investing in a corporation, such as Google, Apple, IBM, Ford, GE, will not trigger the UBTI rules because a C-Corp, think of it as a big box, it it pays tax, corporations pay their own tax, and it's considered a taxable entity and separate from its shareholders, and it boxes in the income. So if you buy Apple stock or invest in a mutual fund or ETF, or you buy real estate without debt, you don't have to ever worry about UBIT. So 99% of Americans with retirement accounts, 50 million IRA holders, over $30 trillion in retirement account, probably 1% of you guys may be subject to this UBIT or may have to think about it. Again, margin to buy stock, non-recourse loan to buy real estate, or you invest in an active trader business through a pass-through entity. 99.9% of all public companies are C-Corps. You don't have to worry about that. And more and more are switching because the C-Corp rates uh, have come down from 35% tax rate to 21% under the Trump tax plan. So in the past, there was several uh, private equity firms that were uh, passed through, and one actually just recently became a C-Corp because they wanted to increase the investor base. So if you are investing your IRA in an Airbnb and you're not using debt, the next question is, is that a business or not? Well, the question is we have to look to the tax code to tell us how the tax code would treat an Airbnb. So under 512 in the regulations, it basically says this. If you're not going to be providing maid service or providing services like a hotel would, which is basically turn down services, um, you're probably not going to be treated as a hotel. So basically, if you're providing just a basic electrical, heat, water, air conditioning, things like that, that's not considered daily you know, made or daily turnout services, and that will not move you into the hotel realm. So if you just rent out an apartment, either weekly, monthly, daily, and all you're doing is just giving the basic services like air, heat, uh, water, that's okay, right? Because that's necessary and required. No one's going to rent it without it. That's fine. You're not going to consider a hotel, even if you rent it out daily or weekly, um, because that's just a necessary service. But if you're providing daily turndown services, 
providing concierge services or anything that kind of looks like a hotel, you may be considered a business because now the, the IRS could make this position and they could argue that, hey, you look more like a hotel than a renter or rental property. Thus, we're going to trigger these UBTI rules because a hotel is a business versus just having a home or a unit or an apartment that you're renting out, which is passive and not subject to UBIT, we may now move you into the UBIT world and now force you to pay this 37% tax, maximum tax rate on the income, file a 990T form April 15th. So the based on Section 512 of the regulations, it really comes down to hotel or not a hotel. And really the, the thing that differentiates a hotel from someone who rents an apartment is the hotel services, right? Not just the gym, um, but are you getting hotel services like daily maid service, okay? If you are not getting daily maid service where someone's bringing you towels, cleaning your bathroom, uh, making your bed, you probably aren't in the UBTI world if you're just renting a unit out to um, through Airbnb or another platform, even if it's a daily occurrence, because it's really you're generating rental income. You're not generating business income, right? There's five types of income that are exempt from UBTI tax, capital gains, interest, dividends, royalties, and rental income. Rental income, you rent your house, an apartment to a third party. They pay you rent each day, week, month. That's rental income. Hotels don't get rental income, right? When you pay a hotel, when you go to the Holiday Inn or Hilton or Marriott Four Seasons, that's business income. It's not considered rental income. Hilton doesn't uh, show their profit as rental income. It's, it's business income. It's income from the operations of their hotel. So that's the major distinction. And you want to be – you don't want to be subject to the UBIT if you're not required to because you don't want to poise a 37% tax on income that should be exempt from tax. So there's no interest in you becoming a business, right? You can't get the benefit of deductions. You're not a business. IRAs don't pay tax. So you don't want to be in the UBIT world. So obviously, you don't want to pay the UBIT tax. But if you're giving people daily turndown service, and daily turndown service is different than if you rent your unit for three days to a family, and then after they vacate the premise, you pay a cleaning crew to come in and clean it and prepare it for the next tenant, that's fine, or the next renter. That's not daily hotel services. Daily hotel services is you're cleaning the, the facility or the room each or the apartment each day, and you're providing additional services, maybe room service, maybe, <coughs> excuse me, um, other types, concierge services, other types of hotel-related services. And that's really the distinction. Now, I know I've talked to some people that rent an apartment building where there is, for example, a restaurant and there's a gym. Um, and that's okay. And there's obviously air and heat and electricity. But and I've rented it from Airbnbs in apartment buildings that had uh, all those facilities. and But I didn't get turndown service. Okay, I still had to make my own bed and clean the bathroom every day, um, which wasn't fun. But I had to do it. And that's really the distinction between what I did was rent through Airbnb and I – paid for my stay and uh, uh, obviously the person that owned the premise probably wasn't in the business of doing this. It was just a passive investment versus a hotel where it's business income, where I'm getting more services than just the actual unit with the heat, air, and electricity and water. So that's really the main um, area 
to concern yourself with if you're determining whether your Airbnb is an investment versus a business. You want to be on the investment side. You do not want to pay UBIT. You don't want to pay 37% tax. You want to argue it's rental income versus hotel income. From my experience, I've not seen many Airbnb examples or cases where it's, a, it's in the hotel model. Most of them are in the real estate rental market because you don't have that daily turndown service. You're just giving people basic, like, hey, here's the unit. I'm giving you heat, electricity. Obviously, there's a telephone there that's internet, but you're not getting daily turndown service. Um, there may be uh, there, there may be an opportunity to get room service uh, through the facility, but it's not in the hotel realm where uh, you're not getting people to make your bed and things like that. So that's uh, why I'm harping on because that under Section 512 seems to be the distinction, whether in the UBTI world where you got to pay the 37% tax because you're like a hotel versus the rental market or the rental community or being treated as a rental facility where you're not subject to UBIT and the income will flow back to your IRA without tax, which is where you want to be. You don't want to be in the UBIT world. You do not want to be treated as a hotel. You don't want to pay UBIT. You can't get the benefit of the deduction. Therefore, it's important that you try to be into the rental world. Unfortunately, in some cases, it just it is what it is. The facts are the facts. However, based on my experience, the clients that I've worked with that have used Airbnb platforms, uh, they haven't had to deal with UBIT because they didn't have that daily turndown service. They didn't fit into the hotel model or the hotel framework. Yes, they had turndown service or a cleaning service when the tenant vacated the premise to prepare for the next renter, but it wasn't uh, akin to a hotel where it's it's daily made service. So that's it. That's the main distinction. That's the area of uh, focus that you want to be in, whether your investment could be subject to the UBTI 37% tax rate versus uh, a basic rental uh, investment that's not subject to UBIT, which is uh, obviously more tax efficient. Um, again, this is something I get a lot of. Airbnbs are becoming more and more popular, whether it's in a city or in a, a vacation um, facility or a, a location that's uh, very popular with tourists. The investors, especially retirement account investors, like the Airbnb model because of the cash flow and the fact that you can get decent premiums on the facility or on the premise or on the unit because of the fact that you're renting it at key points and not in an annual or yearly um, lease. So that's really it. It comes down again to whether you're a hotel or not. If you're not doing the daily turnout service, you're not a hotel for the most part and you don't have to worry about UBIT. And as long as there's no debt, you're not going to be subject to the UBIT 37% tax. Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Uh, Adam Talks. I hope you found the podcast, the video helpful, insightful. Follow us, Twitter at IRAFG, Facebook, Instagram. If you have questions, uh, let us know. Subscribe to our channel. Uh, we've got hundreds of videos on YouTube uh, related to, to this and other very interesting topics involving alternative assets uh, and an alternative take on investing your retirement account.